everyone. This is Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, Security Boulevard. You're listening to another DevOps chat. I'm joined in this DevOps chat from an, an old friend of mine from the security world, a co-founder CTO of Tufin, a Reuven Harrison. Reuven, welcome. Hi, Alan. Always good to talk to you. Yeah, Reuven, we've been talking... Uh, how old is Tufin? 12 years old? 13 no, years it's, old? No, it's 15. 15. 15. Yeah. We've been talking all 15 years. So Ruben uh, is joining us today because Tufin has a, a new announcement just came out. They've done something interesting with the product line. And, and uh, Ruben, why don't you tell our audience? Okay, uh, thanks. Um, so, yeah, as, as um, we, we discussed previously, we, um, you know, we saw this whole DevOps uh, movement and a lot of our enterprise customers were starting to move to cloud later on kubernetes we saw that trend happening um, obviously we're selling to large companies so uh, these things take longer than like the born in the cloud companies but they're actually happening now uh, in, a, in a big way and we created these two products right for the cloud and for kubernetes that do the same thing generally speaking, as we do on-prem, which is security policy management. Mm -hmm. um, what we realized at some point is that um, the combination of these two products makes a lot of sense. A lot of our customers are moving to cloud and Kubernetes at the same time. So what we're announcing is Secure Cloud, which is the combination of Iris and Orca to support hybrid cloud security policy management. Excellent. You know, Reuven, it makes a lot of sense to me, too, because I think one of the things that kind of took me a little by surprise last year was what, we, what I call multi-cloud, which is I always envisioned hybrid cloud. And to me, hybrid cloud was I had some stuff on premises and I had some stuff in one of the public clouds, whether it's Amazon, Google, Microsoft, whatever. I think how it's really worked out are a lot of, especially large enterprises, they don't put all their chips in one basket, right? They know AWS does this really well. Google does, Google Cloud does that really well. Azure does, Azure does some things better than the others. So they have, you know, multiple cloud installs plus their on-premises and they all want the same thing. No one wants five different security policy matter right one for this one for they want one that does it across so is that kind of what we're aiming for here yeah so yeah multi-cloud we've also seen that um start to pop up here and there over the past year and um some large vendors are promoting that as well like ibm and vmware i think yeah. um yeah we for example, we see um, Red Hat OpenShift on-prem. A lot of people are using that, especially in the enterprise environment. And then a lot of people are using Kubernetes in the cloud. And then they have, within their Kubernetes applications, they're consuming services, uh, platform as a service, from the different cloud vendors, right? And sometimes outside of the cloud as well, just using a SaaS service to do authentication, for example. Right, so multi-cloud, I, I know there's two ways of looking at it. There's like what you described, which is the enterprise is consuming two or three or more cloud providers. Mm -hmm. But another definition I saw somewhere which made a lot of sense was 
building an application that consumes cloud services from from a multiple number of uh, vendors. Yeah, that that I think that that captures it well too, Ruben. So Ruben, so with the combining now of Iris and Orchid, do we have a, a singular interface, or is it yes. still? Yeah, so what we've done is we've taken the two interfaces that we built individually. By the way, I think it's interesting also to um, to explain why we built them separately to start off with, uh, sure. because it's very much aligned with the spirit of uh, DevOps. DevOps is all about agility and focus on software development. And in order to enable us to focus on cloud and Kubernetes, we deliberately started these two products as startups within Tufin. So we separated them from the bigger Tufin, and we also separated them from each other so that they could innovate at the, the, the maximum speed. Now that they've matured and we actually have paying customers, uh, we've decided to put them together because the synergy between these two products is, it makes a lot of sense. It's one plus one equals three. So, yeah, it's a unified um, interface. It's unified APIs because a lot of people consume it as APIs. It's not just a user interface. And it's a unified security policy across Kubernetes, regardless of whether it's on-prem or in the cloud. The different cloud providers, AWS, Azure, and not, will, will support Google as well this year. Mm -hmm. And um, also visibility across everything. And the next step is also to connect it to the bigger Tufin so that you have an end-to-end -end view for your policies across everything. Yeah, and I think that's that's really what people want, right? They want that end-to-end -end single plane. Reuven, one of the things I'd like, if you don't mind, if you can explain to our audience, you know, I, as, as we said, I've been working or following Tufin since you guys started. And, it, and back then, it was really about firewall policy management, right? We were managing firewall rules across multiple firewalls, and that's fine and dandy. But really, it's morphed into, as you call, security policy, which, which is so much more than just firewall rules. And if you wouldn't mind, if you can explain to our audience, when we talk about security policy management, what are the kinds of things we're managing? Okay. Um, security is a huge industry, right? So many different types of security. And we'll see that in RSA in a couple of weeks, right? Sure. We'll see the, the magnitude, uh, the, the, the width of this industry is just beyond anyone's comprehension. Uh, but when we, when we look at the industry uh, based on revenues per uh, vector, if you like, um, you see that the primary section of the industry is network security. In terms of how much vendors are selling or how much enterprises are, are buying. It's always network security is the number one. And the next one, if I'm not mistaken, is um, identity and access management. And then it goes, you know, the, the vulnerability oh, management yeah. and I don't know, the incident management, what, what have you, right? So network security is the number one and that's where we started our journey into security policy management. And the way we always describe it is who can talk to who and what can talk to what, okay? There could be a firewall in between these two assets or uh, identities. There could be 
an IAM policy, for example, in the cloud, the differentiation between identity and firewalls is almost not non-existent. It's almost the same thing. If you want to segment um, certain assets in the cloud, you're going to use a security group, which is a simplified virtual firewall. And if you're going to segment other things, you're going to use identity and access management or our RBAC, right? But they're consolidating in the cloud. There's no real difference between them. You use both interchangeably. So these two, these two fields are becoming part of what we do in security policy management. And then we also do a little bit of vulnerability management as well. We, we don't do it ourselves, but we consume these vulnerabilities as part of our larger uh, picture that we can give a CISO or his team as to where, where secu- what, what's, what security looks like across this hybrid network. So the potential is endless, but these are the areas that we've focused on since sure. the beginning of the company. Yeah, and, and it really, I mean, the, the, the cloud changed all that, of course, the perimeter changing and, and all of these things. But, you know, to your credit, TwoFit, and, and not just you, but the whole TwoFit team, has been able to ride with these this evolution in security as as we you know, yeah. security mount. It, it's such it's almost like an octopus with so many tentacles, right? <laughs> Aspects of security policy and security policy management. Yeah, you know, I think we, we were we were lucky because we came out of checkpoint, right? Mm-hmm. And we had that heritage, and we we followed it, and turns out that area of network security was very important and we could kind of gain the advantages of that and build the other stuff as we were, uh, you know, uh, seeing the, the, the returns from the investment in that area. So the cloud right now, cloud, the DevOps, all of these, uh, the, you know, the, the, the new perimeter or, or the end of the perimeter, if you like, Mm-hmm. They're changing everything in a very significant way, right? We're seeing the uh, big change right now. That, and yeah, no, I well, it's right. It, it's and, and you know what? With internet time, it happens in in like crunch time. Yeah, it's so much faster. Two things. First of all, I, I, I neglected to ask with the announcement today of the combining of the products. What is the name of the new product now, or is it? Yeah. So. You know, at first we wanted to be creative and like demonstrate how innovative we are. So we moved away from Secure Track and Secure Change and created these new things, Orca and Iris. Right. And now we figured, yeah, let's just bring it back home, call it Secure Cloud. So it's Secure Cloud. Excellent. Yeah. I, I I was always, I like descriptive names too. I also went through a thing like that where try to be fancy like we're naming cars, you know, <laughs> like a, some kind of European sounding thing and it. <laughs> I like descriptive better. But so that's number one. Number two, Ruben, I wanted to ask you another question. I think one of the big things in DevSecOps this year has been the realization that, you know what, the developers, the DevOps people, the, even the QA people, security truly is everyone's responsibility. And if we want them to care about security, if we want them to be involved in security, we need to make our products a little more friendly to maybe some of the non-security people so that they don't feel, oh, that's just for security people kind of thing. Has that kind of attitude 
found its way into Secure Cloud and what Tufin's doing? Yes, yes. I think the people that we sell to today are very different than the people we sold to 10 years ago, right? Um, we're not selling to the developers. Uh, at, at the very extreme, we'll be selling to the cloud ops, right, or the mm -hmm. DevOps people. But not, I wouldn't say to developers. Um, developers are, they don't, they don't want to look at security dashboards. They want to write code. They want to focus on coding, and that's great. Um, the, the, I would say that the level of requirements today from a software product is a hundred or a thousand times more than it was 15 years ago, right? It's just like it's gone through such an evolution. The expectations are completely different. Um, and, and you're right. Um, there, there are a lot of things that uh, people today not necessarily want to see simplified, but they want to see it very differently than what they saw 15 years ago or 10 years ago. Um, user experience is super important, right? People just yeah. don't like to, to use products that, are, that make life difficult. They want to use products that make life easy, even if it's a security product. Yeah, right? no, it, it, but it's true, right? Security yeah. products are almost hard on purpose. Right, and now now we've got to make them easier, right? For because people you you want they got to be usable. They have to be. Right, right, and I think a lot of people have gotten used to um, mobile apps that are a whole a whole new level of usability. Yes, and they they want to see the same on their uh, their MacBooks or whatever they're using. Right, they expect yeah. the same level. Yeah, and they also want collaboration, right? I want to be. I want my team to. I mean, we share a view, if you will, right? We want that Slack integration and all. You know, these are the things people seem seem to be asking for. But yet, here's an interesting thing I've observed, Ruben, and I'm sure you have too. Is with all of that, it still rests on the security team. Number one, it's their budget. Right, they're the ones spending the money. And number two, they ultimately are the ones approving, disapproving, you know, choosing these tools. They'll they'll take into account what these other folks, you know, the other uh, teams say. Mm -hmm. But you still primarily you you've got to convince that security team that this is somehow going to help the organization be better. Yeah. Yeah. And and that that that's an issue. Um, RSA is coming up in just two weeks, so this is a big announcement from you guys. Any other kind of insight into maybe something, anything around RSA for, for Tufin and you? Um, no, perhaps just uh, remind everyone that I'll be there with Ruby and with the rest of the team. So um, happy to meet all of our uh, friends, customers, partners, yourself, Alan. We'll be there. Actually, look, Tufin is a sponsor of our DevSecOps Days, which is Monday of RSA week at Moscone West, a full day where I'm just doing the program right now with my team. Got some great speakers, uh, really, really good speakers. And a month later, we'll have a virtual DevSecOps event. Ruben will be speaking. So, yeah, I want to remind people about that. But, Reuven, I want to thank you. I know it's crazy this month leading up to RSA, and we caught you. Actually, you're in Vienna now. 
So uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you get back to your conference in Vienna, but thanks thanks for joining us. And uh, good luck with, with the new co combination of the products. And we'll see you. you at RSA. Thanks, Alan. Great talking to you as usual. All right. Reuven Harrison, CTO, co-founder of Tufin. Here on DevOps Chats, this is Alan Schimmel, and you just listened to another chat. <laughs>